What's up, everybody? Man, I'm so glad that you guys are listening today. I am blessed beyond measure, for we serve a mighty God. And God always seems to amaze me with the little surprises, the little things He does to bless our family when we least expect it. You're looking for an answer in one place, and He provides it from somewhere else. As many times as He has done that for me, you would think that it wouldn't surprise me anymore. But every time, it leaves me awestruck and just awestruck at the goodness of God. So often, we expect God to answer our prayers the way we think they should be answered. We ask God you know, for something, then we tell Him how to answer it. I am so guilty of this one. I mean, so guilty of this one. We treat Him like a genie, you know, like He's waiting to grant our wishes. But God doesn't work that way. You know, He answers our prayer just not how we wanted sometimes. And we act like, thanks God, but that's not what I was expecting. We need Him, but we don't always like the way He goes about things. You know, this is a tough one to me. It really tests, you know, your level of surrender, my level of surrender. It challenges me to gain a God perspective, to thank Him even if I don't understand, and to make a decision. Do I surrender to His will or not? I would love to say that I always make the wise choice and surrender to His will, but sometimes I don't. Today we are going to begin a series looking at some interesting characters in the Bible that are often overlooked or not given much attention. The first up is a guy by the name of Naaman. He was a commander of the army of the king of Aram, and he he had leprosy. This is an interesting story about a guy who goes to see the prophet Elisha, uh, who he is told could help him, only to get frustrated with what is asked of him. When Naaman hears what he has to do, to be healed, he gets angry because it is not what he expected. It is not how he envisioned it. You know, I can read his response and just hear him saying, I can't believe this. I came all this way and he wants to do what? I could have, I mean, I could have done that back home. You know, I can totally relate to to Naaman's response in a way, you know, can't you? Let's go ahead and take a look at the story of Naaman found in 2 Kings chapter 5 beginning with verses 1 through 3. Now, Naaman was a commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now, bands of raiders from Aram had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet, who we know was Elisha at the time. She said, if he would just see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. So Naaman hears this and does what anyone would do in his situation. He goes to his king to get permission, and then he makes a beeline for Israel. He he takes a letter to the king of Israel written by the king of Aram, uh, verse 6. And the letter says, The letter that he took to the king of Israel read, With this letter I am sending my servant Naaman to you so that you may cure him of his leprosy. Now, it doesn't sound like he really understands quite how the, how this all works, but you know the king's response, you know, the king of Israel gets upset and tears his robe. He, he thinks the other king is trying to pick a fight with him. You know, he's like, what, does he think I'm God or something? You know, and so this 
the king of Israel thinks he's trying to provoke him, trying to taunt him or pick a fight with him. And then Elisha hears what's going on and uh, that the king had torn his robe and you know, he realizes he's upset. And before the king can really go and do something you know, stupid and take things way out of control, um, Elisha steps in and says, hey, send the guy to me you know, and I'll show him that there's a prophet in Israel. And so excited and hopeful, Naaman takes off to Elisha's house, ready to be healed of his leprosy once and for all. Verses 9 uh, through 10 say, So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, Go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored, and you will be cleansed. Say what? Naaman came all that way, and Elisha didn't even go out to greet him. He sent a servant to greet him and tell him what to do. Here is a military commander coming to see you, and you don't even bother to greet him yourself. This would have been you know, the first thing probably to annoy Naaman. Then he, he, then he hears his instruction on what he needed to do to be healed, and Naaman is appalled. He can't believe it. You know, He came all this way, and... It's just not the response he expected. It's not the greeting or the welcome he expected. And verse 11 tells us exactly how Naaman expected it to go in order to meet his standards. It says in verse 11, But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call in the name of the Lord, the Lord his God, and wave his hand over uh, over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. You see, Naaman wanted help, obviously, you know, um, but obviously no one had been able to help, you know, help him before. And he was willing to go all that way to seek the healing that he needed. So he, you know, the, the healing he desperately wanted. But what he got were instructions from a servant to go wash himself seven times in the muddy waters of the Jordan River. Now, do you see how we are a lot like Naaman at times? He went to the right place for the answer, but he didn't like the answer he got because it did not meet his expectations. It's and you know, Isn't that how we are sometimes with God? We pray for something, asking God to intervene, provide, or deliver, etc. But when he does it in a way we don't expect or in a way that we don't really like, because we had our own idea of the best way for God to answer our prayer, when you know we end up, we end up frustrated and angry sometimes, just like Naaman. He was so frustrated that he would have left, but fortunately, for him, he had some smart servants who were willing to talk some sense into him. Verse thirteen: Naaman's servants went to him and said, "My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it?" How much more then when he tells you, wash and be cleansed? Thank God that he puts people around us who are able to talk some sense into us, you know, from time to time. Because for Naaman, he was really close to missing out on a huge show of favor from God. Naaman concedes to their plea for reason and decides to give it a try. I mean, he's already there. Why not? Verse 14 So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan River seven times, and as the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became like that of a young boy. Side note, you know, here, 
did you catch that last part? He became clean like that, that of a young boy. This was a seasoned warrior, a commander. Even without leprosy, his skin would have been rough and calloused. God not only healed him of his leprosy, but he restored his skin to that of a young boy. In a true godlike fashion, he not only meets his need, he exceeds Naaman's expectations. Even though Elisha's instructions failed to meet Naaman's expectations or standards, God more than exceeded them. Look at Naaman's response in verse 15. Then Naaman and all his attendants went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, Now I know there is no God in all the world except in Israel. Definitely, you know, not, this, this is definitely the outcome you want to see. In the end, Naaman turned his heart to God and recognized that there was no other God besides the one true God, the God of Israel. In closing, let me say this. Don't miss your miracle because God doesn't answer the way you want him to. Don't walk away from the blessing and favor God wants to show you because his methods are not what you expected. You might not like the process, but the results will be they will exceed your expectations, especially when God is in control. Thank you God for your word and for how it teaches us. You know, thank you God for teaching us your ways. Everything we need to know about living a righteous life, a life that honors you, is right there in your word. God, I ask you to forgive me for how I respond to you at times when you don't answer the way I expect. Who am I to question you or to think I know the best way to handle things? Thank you for your patience, mercy, and grace. Help us to see your hand and trust you when when you direct us. And when you open doors that we didn't expect as an answer to our prayers, give us the faith to walk through them so that we don't miss out on the blessings you have for us, so that in our obedience you may be glorified and your name may be lifted up. Amen.